It is the Anim365, all hits, no misses. Thank you very much for jumping on the podcast and listening. Um, today's episode is, is, is a bit late, you know, had some logistical issues on my side, but we're out here dropping episodes. Um, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Um, I talk my shit, but I appreciate it. I talk my shit because that is my inner Yeezy, and I feel like I need to speak it into existence. Um, as you may hear, I got a guest, of course. Actually, I always have guests these days, and they're all dope. Uh, today is no exception. I've got the homie Paul. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm okay, thanks. And you? I'm dope, I'm dope. I should have said, I've got I'm... the controversial figure, I've got the I... enigma of Paul. <laughs> Not controversial figure. <laughs> I'm pulling your leg, man. I'm pulling your leg. Yeah, there are a few people who would agree, but I mean, it is what it is. It's whatever. It's fun times, though. It's fun times. It's fun times, you know? I mean, what's life without some, like, you know, spice? That's right. Today, I tweeted um, something along the lines of stop thinking so much and learn to lead with emotion. And I think that's what I try to do a lot more because I'm a very um, logical person. And by the way, this is not advice too, too many people should should follow right but i'm a yeah. very logical person so then i feel like let me lead with emotion because i think when you lead with emotion there's a lot more fun in that um and there's a lot less yeah. predictability i feel like i lead with emotion a lot and it gets a little i think i do i mean you're my friend no i agree you do you do <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's a little, and it's gotten us in some sticky situations. Indeed. So, yeah. So, yeah. I, I think everything with uh, in moderation. Yeah, definitely. Um. So this is your your second time on the podcast. I think the first time on on the podcast, not anyone well, very few people would remember because that was when we first started off. I think it was probably episode. And I'm guessing, but it could be around episode number 40 to 50. It was it was somewhere there, but yeah. it, was, it was definitely, definitely early days. Um, so Mpo, just quickly, briefly, like just tell us a little bit about yourself. Like oh, yeah. You... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta do that thing. So Mpo jumped on the podcast back when the podcast episodes were like five to ten minutes each. And I, I yeah. think I, I even remember the episode we recorded. It was when Hetty was going away yeah. to Cape Town. And then he was having a farewell party. And then we recorded mm-hmm. at the party. Because at the time, I was like, no, I'm recording every day, no matter what. So at that time, yeah. we recorded at the party. And it was dope. It was always dope with you. Um, so, yeah. But I little- think you're missing the, the part where I led with the emotion. And I pulled you aside before that, before we recorded that. And I was like, hey, why have I never been... Uh, I think was it the podcast or it was something else? So I was like, you don't you don't put me on your projects, and then you recorded with me. Completely forgot about that. Maybe it's like you yeah. bully me. I do. Oh, <laughs> she bullies me a bit. She bullies me a bit. But 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 before I we do. get we get into the topics, because um yeah we've got some cool topics I want us to talk about. Um but mm-hmm. before we get into Let that, me just my- yeah introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Paul. I I don't know. I, I don't have any social armors. I always say this. It's, I think it's like five years in now and I'm like, I have no social armors. I'm just like a girl who just exists on a daily basis and is trying to figure life out. I have no long-term plans <laughs> of, of any sorts. 
I'm just, you know, going where where life takes me at any given moment. Okay, dope. And so, I look pretty dope doing it. Yeah, uh, facts, facts. Yeah, we'll we'll plug your Instagram at the end, but we don't we don't do plugs at the beginning, only at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, facts. That's facts. Now, now, Mpo, I think. Um. So today is the 31st of May when we're recording this, and uh, it's the. Yeah. It's the final day of mental m- mental health awareness month. Um, so I guess in this month, uh, the idea is to create some awareness and understanding of of, of of various mental health issues and mental health as a as a broad as a broad um, concept. And and I know you and I are no strangers to to mental health issues. Um, so yeah. so so what what does this month mean? Um, to you, uh, to me, this month it used to mean, uh, like in just like a very juvenile way of, of thinking of it, like, oh no, here's a time to let people know that I suffer from mental, <laughs> mental, and uh, mental illnesses because I have more than one. And whereas, like, for me now, it's how do I, how do I dig deeper into understanding myself and this um these these things that i i battle with because when you think about it with mental illness we are the guinea pigs <laughs> we we are the we're well i would like to think that when it comes to when you go to see your psychiatrist to your psychologist your gp or whoever every time they consult with somebody new they gather new information so it's it's an area that still has a lot to explore and a lot to to dig deeper into. So as much as we feel like we know what it is, like we we have a pretty um, decent idea of what um, ADHD is or um, of, of depression, all that stuff. But we're, we really don't. We kind of learn it as we go. Level. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like to me, this month is a, a month that that i dedicate to myself to to put in a lot more uh, a lot more effort into learning uh, uh, more about this stuff what has what research has been done in the past couple of years uh, or what do i want to le- uh, lean deeper into understanding and 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 moving forward into this new year because to me it like marks an, another year of just like my journey with with my mm. my my health in general can i, can I ask so, so yeah. then I mean, do you? I mean, this is only if you don't mind saying. But what mental health issues do you um, deal with in particular? So I've got really bad anxiety. I've got general anxiety disorder. So like, I'm just perpetually anxious. <laughs> yeah, it's very cute. Um, very. Which then, <laughs> which then um, tends to trigger clinical depression, which is I think also known as major depression. Uh, yeah, major depression yes, no, you're right. disorder or something like that. But yeah, so um, I I don't always have depressive. Like I'm not always depressed, but uh, when my when I can't get a hold of my anxiety and I'm not using proper coping mechanisms, I can fall into a, a deep spiral of just um, wallowing in self pity, for lack of a better way to describe it. I'm gonna get onto that so, self pity thing. Because that's something I've actually noticed that I, I unconsciously kind of um, um, go into. 
but but before we go into mm. that so then like are you on pills what 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 are you are you if anything because i know it's a, it's a journey and and sometimes yeah. part of that journey is go- going on and off medication and, and therapy so currently are you are you are you going through any sort of therapy so i'm not going through any sort of um psycho- psychological therapy the only therapy i therapy that i go to is my psychiatrist and just seeing her and uh making sure that my meds are um are still working for me or if we need to change so far i've been on the same um what's the same prescription for two years now it'll be two mm, years yeah actually at the, in in may now yeah it'll be two years so i'm on antidepressants and then um mood relaxes or mood stabilizers at the end of the day so yeah these things are expensive eh I mean, when I think literally a full tank of petrol is how much I I spend on medication. Well, that's so, that, that's a that's a bad example because different tanks <laughs> cost different. Different tank brackets, I guess. No, yeah, but like I, mean, I know I know my medication costs more than my full tank, for example. Yeah, for sure. I, and most people like no matter how. Um, Okay, well, I guess, yeah, different tags also. It's like, okay, yeah, sure, it's probably not a really a, a good matrix to use. But it's definitely a, a good amount of money that that goes into trying, like, and the thing is, it's like medication isn't foolproof. You know, oh, you, don't, you don't take dude. medication and all of a dude. sudden you're okay. It's still figuring it out and, and does it work? And in certain situations that come in, like, you're just completely bamboozled. And you're like, well, damn, I just spent, you know, X amount of money on, <laughs> on this damn medication. And mm. still, life is still rough. You know, adulting is still... Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the yeah. thing. Because it like, it's like, as much as you're dealing with, like, your own mental health issues, there's still just the the general issues of just being an adult or being a, a black person or being a woman or being a this yeah. or that that you're still there and on top of that I mean need to need to grapple with and try to understand and ugh, I don't know sometimes I want to say like uh, it's a bit unfair but I mean what part of life is fair in my view true um, yeah but that's also because you also have a very pessimistic way of looking at things what part yes. of life is there i mean some some yeah i guess I, it, it just depends on what cause you've been dealt mm-hmm. yeah so yeah actually so um you and i were also talking because i mean are you are you also a kanye west um stan or is it just the um no 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 it's a kanye west i really do i I feel very intensely for him. I, I see a lot of myself in him. I think a lot of us do. Mm. I mean, Kanye West, yeah. I mean, he's got that famous quote where he says, if you're a Kanye West fan, you're not really a fan of me. You're a fan of yourself. And I'm just the espresso yeah. that you need in the morning <laughs> to get yourself going. And I hear that. Like, I, oh, I see myself in Kanye so much. Um, yeah. I see myself in him when he talks his, his wild, reckless shit. Um, yep. When, when, uh, uh, let me hear the draw like fuck the outcome. Hey, none of us would be here without come. <laughs> That's honestly one of my favorite lines. Um, so Jazz, I don't even know that line. And that time I had prepared myself all month 
for this conversation. Oh, I was listening wow. to so much Kanye West. But that's also like me and lyrics were just yeah, it just never they don't stick. On 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 lane. So 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 like I mean what do you see in Kanye? So Kanye, what we know from a very um uh I think detached level is that he suffers from um bipolar disorder. Um mm-hmm. and, and um yeah i guess it's bipolar and then i mean he's spoken about how he felt robbed of his confidence and to me that sounds like um depression so yeah yeah so where where in yourself obviously i'm not trying to say which diseases or illnesses <laughs> do you have but... yes <laughs> which diagnosis do you have? <laughs> kanye is a spectrum of mental illness <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> no um and it's funny i used to see a lot like i used to to recognize a lot of myself in Kanye even before I think we knew that he he suffered from bipolar and I'm still very interested to know what type of bipolar he has I'm leaning towards type 2 but I don't know he's also resisting he's also resisting it because he was diagnosed and he came out with it and then later on he said nah I'm not bipolar so I think also (laughs) for for him I mean he's very clearly got a mental health issue so I think for him it's it's also a situation of like um a journey you know and it is a journey and that thing is complex i mean what i definitely see a lot of myself or what i think him and i have a lot in common is we're very passionate people to to our detriment but also it's part of why people find us alluring and they like i feel like a lot of my successes and a lot of the the things that have gone right in my life are because of how passionate and just like just willing to go all in you know but also that's kind of been what has caused a lot of heartache and a lot of um also just like the 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 sadness that i feel so i see a lot of myself like when he when he goes off on a rant i'm like yeah he's speaking for all of us you you did that to me at one point don't go into particulars. Don't 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 go to particulars. <laughs> but the poet she went off at us on on, <laughs> on Twitter. I'm like, dog, what the hell? But anyway, that's I did that, a, that's a pure Kanye waste. That's what under the bridge. She phoned me the next day and she apologized. Yeah, the next day. Um, and I think I I I used to have a lot of those reckless moments when I was on Twitter. I just honestly, somebody needs to confiscate Kanye's phone away from him, or at least. That's what happens. That's why he's not. He hasn't tweeted ever since the last breakdown. Yeah, because honestly, when it comes to just like people, I guess, I want to say people like us, but people who I'm not afraid to say what's on my mind. Like I'm really not afraid to say what's on my mind, and it's part of why I'm able to be so. I'm I'm able to be myself, and I think it's a great quality. But when you have I don't want to say you don't have a filter, but when you when you don't realize that your words can be harmful if you uh, when used in spaces that aren't necessarily regulated and uh, you know and unsafe um it can easily go left and you can lose the people that you love like i have a friend who's always just like dude you're gonna you need to you need to accept that at some point you're also gonna you you, you're the person pushing people away like you're the person who's actively act like you know not doing the work that needs to be done to keep people in your life so i think when if he ever recognizes the fact that like you know a space like twitter is not a space for people 
who think like us or who move like us not even think who move like us mm-hmm. yeah um and you me okay well you're the person asking questions no, so, yeah. no, I, ask, oh what do i see in, my, in, in in kanye in myself um it's the i actually have manic periods um and i'm yeah. i don't want to call myself bipolar because i don't because i don't want to um self-diagnose and i think that's also something that's that that that's very dangerous right but very i i, I have these moments where very much i i i'm on top of my my energy is high my confidence is high um i literally i i can do anything um but the, the yeah. unfortunate part about that is that after that um sometimes and this is where the meds come is that when i'm off that manic um Mm-hmm. Then I'm okay. I'm just at like a baseline, right? And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But other times, yeah. because I do so much when I'm in that manic phase, right? Um, whether it's kuyasha media, whether it's at the law firm, whether it's with my friends, whether I do so much, and that um, sometimes I'll then dip into a deep, deep um, depressive, uh, depressive phase. Um, and sometimes yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go from baseline to a deep depressive phase. So. Yeah. yeah, I think it's more of the confidence and the wilding out that I that I see myself in 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 Kanye. Um, yeah, because I don't. Yeah, I don't. Because really, I think I also struggle a bit with anxiety, but I, I've been able to manage that to a large extent. Um, it's just yeah, a, it's just a depression which which gets out of control sometimes. Um, yeah. So then, both of us, right? Okay. So when did mm-hmm. you realize that? Um, they may and I'm, and I'm saying this loose something might be wrong <laughs> when, when did you realize that there was a screw loose <laughs> I mean Honestly. and I I've, I've said I've been on record saying this quite a bit but I remember having my first real suicidal attempt not even thought because I don't I can't I can't uh, pinpoint the when the thought came yeah. but um, I can definitely say, say when my first attempt I think I was not I think I know I was 10 yeah at gotten like 70 something percent for math and i had just come home and i was just like you know what screw it i put so much effort into this damn subject and like this is what i'm gonna get and like all my friends are like getting a's and stuff and and thing is i've I've never been well during that time i had never been somebody who excelled in school i was just a really great kid like i i was a hard-working great kid to have in class so i don't know why i was also actually trying to you know be a genius so and it's like i could have just really accepted that like i was just a really amazing person to have in class like teachers really just enjoyed having me there um and that's something that i could have concentrated more on anyway but that's when i i i that's how i when i look back i'm like okay actually something was up there but i didn't have the um, understanding or the language to be like okay cool that's actually very extreme for you to go from like you know like this is a bad mark to then you know attempting to not do you mm-hmm. think that a part of that came from um comparison and and, that, and i'm saying that because you're saying your friends are getting a's um mm. so do you think a part of it came from that comparative analysis definitely i mean i oh i remember very well in preschool like around age five four Heck. um uh, comparing myself to my best friend 
or even like other kids like because uh, i did a lot when i was a child so like if another child would like dance better than me i'd, I'd probably come home and just like try to like dance just like them or be better um so i i, I always really suffered from comparison like or, or yeah i compared myself and at first it would work as like it's like kind of like stress it would work to my benefit because i would always be on top of my game but then obviously yeah when you don't regulate this 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 thing it it can easily become your worst nightmare Mm -hmm. okay so then okay i want i want to to jump jump to kanye but i just want to ask so then do you know where that comparison complex comes from and and the reason i ask this is because i think Mm. more and more with um social media uh and 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 all these weirder standards where people number one we only post our wins number one number two um you you're 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 you're, you're just barraged by this uh, constant feed of 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 i don't want to say perfection but of things are going all right right so i'm, I'm trying to understand also because yeah. if you're saying that it started at a very young age like what do you think like triggered that comparison hmm. i think from I, I mean besides obviously i'm pretty sure compared like being compared by adults with these people i think played a, 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 a part but I, I when i really really analyze it i've always been um I've always been a people watcher. Like I've, I've, I've really enjoyed just like watching other people and then mimicking how they, they act and how they, they, they behave and all that stuff. Cause I just, I, I always believe that, um, life is, is, I don't know. From a very young age, I was able to realize that assimilation is, is survival. True. True. So, um, and I think from that, then the comparison came cause I felt like, okay, cool. If I'm, if I'm on the same, uh, path or I'm on the same lane as everybody else. I'm surviving, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm doing enough to to to. I'm doing the enough. Of the river, so that exactly. You don't, you don't so if anything were to come, exactly. So if anything were to come, and it's crazy that I recognize that from a very young age. From just being like, just like being like, okay, cool. This is how things work. Because I don't remember anybody ever really comparing me that deeply with somebody else where i was like okay cool this is this is how life is you need to meet the standard i don't i don't remember that but i i can definitely say that i remember looking at people and wanting to be like as many people as i i found interesting and i think that's where the comparison then came in Mm -hmm. so then i mean then now like jumping to to relationships now Mm. so um i mean i'm uh the, the 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 Kanye West uh, Kim Kardashian um, breakup right yes. now for me there's there's a couple of things that are interesting about the relationship but I don't want to because we could we could literally speak for an hour just on on the relationship and, and the various complexities yeah. and elements of it but what I want to talk about um, more um, more specifically is Kanye West's um, mental health and then uh, mm. the impact of his mental health on that particular um romantic relationship so often Mm -hmm. i think even now i think more so because i'm single i see a lot of beauty in the disaster that was kanye west's love life right 
yeah and i think at times because i also see myself in those particular disasters and i see i see us chasing the same things and and, and looking for similar things and, and obviously i don't know him so i can't tell you exactly what he's looking for but from a yeah from a from an outside view so now i think in particular with like this kim kardashian now divorce that's ongoing i think it's really his fault i think i think she tried um i think uh she understood what he was going through but i think unfortunately there's only so much a person can take and i generally do think she loves him right but i think she just mm-hmm. took as much as she could take and at a certain point i mean you can't be someone's punching bag i mean he was going in on her at her on 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 twitter he was calling her white su- a white supremacist uh <laughs> saying calling her her mom whose name is chris chris uh, strong young <laughs> right so like so what do you how do you what do you think about that is do you agree do you disagree with my my view of of his mental health and its impact on their ultimate um split i mean at first when you when we first had this conversation because we had it briefly when you posted yeah. the picture and then i'm like oh, i'm really sad at this breakup because i i genuinely took it you know like to heart like the their success just felt like okay cool maybe i could also do it maybe you know despite irrespective of me having these sets of issues i can make it work with someone and i do think that i i, I can see how it's very easy to say it's it's his fault but i think when i think about it i'm like when you when you put a lot of the work that you have to do on yourself um as a burden to somebody else and sh- uh, and not a burden but as a job to somebody else and showing you how they love you it's never going to work you know un- un- unpack that so what do you mean so, what do you so, mean you're putting it on someone else the, the, yeah so okay i let me speak from personal experience no no no, no, and no, this, no just speak from explain explain the thought the thought explain, explain the thought the cool, yeah. cool, cool. Uh, so when you when you're somebody when you when you're growing up now it doesn't even have to be somebody who uh, suffers some any sort of mental health or health now or, or health issues hmm. um I we all go through um growing pains and yeah. difficult moments that 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 we have like the difficult obstacles that we first to like look at and then yeah. learn something from and move yeah. on. So what happens in in relationships I think um and unhealthy relationships is that a sense of uh codependency mm-hmm. um arises, né? Mm-hmm. And situations where if you were on your own you would face head on or you would have to accept defeat nah but when you're with somebody else they want to take on these battles with you mm. they want to 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 help you because that's partnership out. that's a relationship but to an extent to an extent to an extent, to an extent yeah not completely i think what then becomes an, an issue when you are uh dealing with then obviously like a mental health issues that a lot of a, a, a lot of it is is difficult and you in denial and you you don't recognize and or you do and you don't want to because we're also like oh anything that we accept as as facts becomes truth in our lives and all these things and you know kind of like how Kanye Kanye doesn't want to accept that he's bipolar or has been diagnosed with uh bipolar disorder and and then you bring somebody into your life who then is like no it's okay we'll deal with it together that becomes very very catastrophic i think because 
it's like you you can't hold someone's hand through what they have to deal with on their own yeah yeah no, I, and yeah so, and, so, and so, i think that's yeah issue so uh, okay so do you think i mean I'm, I'm glad we've broadened it but i just want to just try and zoom in a little bit so do you say that in terms of that particular relationship of kanye and kim are you saying mm-hmm. that she was taking too much of the journey that he had to go through on his own think so from an outsider's point of view i think yeah because even just like um like kanye for me seems like an alone like not an alone person but kanye when besides his mom i I can't associate kanye with any sort of family you know it it was yeah it was his mom (laughs) that's that's only family we know about (laughs) so it's like to me even her just trying to give him a sense of family there was an episode because i keep up with the kardashians and there was a time where i think it's it's when she was pregnant with north and she was like yeah she wants to give him a sense of family and a sense of belonging and even he had mentioned how being part of this big family was um helpful you know or something because he felt like he was part of something and to me those kind of situations turn sour very easily because at the end of the day you're not 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 that you're not supposed to because we don't know what's right or wrong i don't believe in absolute but yeah no no i hear you i hear you i hear you Kanye yeah. didn't need that um i think she she because and i think a lot of their relationship had to do with Oh, what do you need? Let me help you through that. And then, yeah, because he he basically took over her her persona, like her her public image, and he he fixed it up for to whatever he thought she needed. And I think she then probably also took on the role of uh, being a caretaker and somebody who's emotionally there for him. And yeah, that it can't work the same way the, the way he was trying to help her career she now wants to take it back because it's hers it's it's the same as somebody's emotional well-being you're going to want to hold their hand through it until they don't want you to hold their hand through it anymore like love me with my mad is probably how he he sees it interesting okay no that's interesting i actually hadn't really thought about but that's a very very good point and i think i mean for me personally i'm i have and i think maybe this is the (laughs) to toot my own horn it's a result of my my own self-awareness in that I, I always said i never want anyone else to complete me or to take my issues i'm like no mm. i want to i want to deal with this issue and i want you to be there but i want you to also accept that it's not your issue um to deal with now mm. now now uh, another thought that i've been having recently right um, so I think definitely my predominant my predominant um, illness is, is and I don't even like to call it illness. This is the first time I've used the word illness in this entire podcast. I just say mental health issues. Mm. I think illness. I, I I just disagree with with that word. But anyway, um, mm. I think for for me, obviously, my predominant one is depression, right? And mm-hmm. um, so then I always think is it, is it, is it really possible for I mean someone. I mean, with each failing relationship, and I always wonder: is it possible for someone with this mental health issue to actually get into into a, into a, a lasting um, 
romantic uh, relationship now now i'm gonna say that to say this because my, my psychologist in our last session actually pointed it out to me so i do something and i hope i can say this word properly right i i catastrophize yo that sounds so wrong but like, <laughs> no it sounds a it catastrophe sound wrong. a catastrophe yeah. so i so 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 i'm just actually gonna read read the definition and it says to view or present a situation as consider- considerably worse than it actually is right mm-hmm. and also because my relationships have all broken down because of actually very different reasons right even my my last mm-hmm. my last one broke down for very healthy it was very mutual no we, we shouldn't yeah. it's not work it was it was very very amicable very beautiful actually very healthy right very. Um, but then what happens is that i think um this is my own coping mechanism is that um i i prepare for the worst case scenario so what i say is the worst case scenario is that somebody that struggles with depression cannot get into a long-lasting happy romantic relationship if i do it's great but if i don't i've prepared myself for the worst case scenario so now I'm, I'm, I, I thought it was, it was important to, to, to just put that little disclaimer or explanation because I don't want people who have um, mental health issues to also create a catastrophe of the situation. You know, we're trying to, we're all trying to understand it. But that being said, <laughs> do you think mental health issues, <laughs> mental health issues affect, can affect, can affect um, your ability to be in, 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 in healthy romantic relationships? I thought about this. No, I thought about this. This really hit me hard. And I think um, the lazy part of me just wanted to be like, yes, you know, it, yeah, because it's so hard. Yeah. It's so difficult. But that's the victimhood but also coming in. Exactly, that's exactly. But I think, I think that um, one, romantic relationships are very conditional, ne? Mm-hmm. or at least how I see them. All and also, again, yeah. Again, I don't believe in absolute. So, I mean, this this is not an absolute for everybody, but this yeah. is how I've just been able to see from from my own experience. They're very conditional, and I think, um, much like any any issue or any illness, I still refer to it as an illness. It can easily stop your your ability to interact with people and to receive love and to give love. You know. Um, it hinders an, an illness of any sort hinders your ability to to fully function yeah. in this world uh, at, to our at our optimal ability yeah. or capabilities. So I feel like mental health, uh, mental not mental health, a, a mental mental health issue that anybody has because also it's like it's not limited to depression, anxiety. Yes, and those those yes. are the ones that I think a lot of us go through but there's so many and there's narcissism there's um uh what what other issues are there there's lots there's, there's lots schizophrenia of, and all exactly really yeah it doesn't really end and there's so many new things that are being discovered and i think uh thinking in that way yeah i can see the benefit of okay cool you thought of the worst case scenario prepared for yourself prepared yourself for it and so if you fall anywhere in between it's like comfortable you know it's yeah. that whole Kanye West thing where if you aim for the clouds no if you aim yeah, for the clouds, yeah, it's like, yes, that's exactly it that's exactly it yeah. Exactly, yeah yeah that but um no i don't think i, I don't think a mental uh, mental health issue 
is is the, the determining factor as to whether you're lovable or not. I think um, if you work on yourself continuously, because for me, what I've I've now le- learned to digest my mental um, my mental illnesses as is that they just are constant reminders to work on myself. Hmm. Um, Because I think if I didn't have uh, my diagnosis or if I didn't have, if I didn't have my, my, my freak moments uh, when I did and and, and when I do, I don't think, I think I would have just been on autopilot the whole time, just, you know, plain sailing through life. Whereas I, I appreciate the fact that I am an anxious person because it allows me to be fully present in the, in, in every situation that I'm in. So, and I don't think my anxiety is is the reason why my relationships um, didn't were, were unsuccessful. If anything, I could say me choosing to not acknowledge perhaps my Ooh. my mental health issues were, was probably the reason why those those relationships didn't work out. That's a bar out. as hell. That's a bar. No, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think those issues were because I mean, people people will will not accommodate, but people will try love you through anything, you know, anything whether it's an addiction, um, whether it's um, failure, uh, whether it's you being retrenched from work. People really try love you through the hardest hardest situations. But I think it's also how much you're also willing to not be a victim to your circumstances that also then allows for that love to flow and to continue and be productive and healthy. That 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 vic that, that word victim, I think I think that's a that's a very, very important word, right? And and, and I say yeah. that because like I'm saying, at a, at a at a certain point I didn't realize because I'm I'm very much a thing of um taking on every challenge um yeah very much look i'm not going to blame anyone else if things go wrong this is this is, this is this my me. life this is me i'm going to take it on chin but what i didn't realize is that an element of victimhood uh creeped in and like I'm, i literally realized this in my last session um and that was on friday we we're now recording this mm. on the monday right what I what, what I realized is that I allowed an element of victimhood in terms of um, my reliance on me in that I'm, I started to think okay then I am not good enough you know what I'm saying mm. so now if I am not good enough of course things are going to fail <laughs> of course yeah. and, 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 and I think that's also where the negative self-talk comes in and, and, and I think that's also a very very important thing this whole mental health chat but what, what I find interesting I've always been a confident person take it on my chin yeah. everything is on me right? you don't blame anyone else yeah. if things go bad it's your fault but I started then becoming a victim of that same mentality right? and I don't yeah. think that mentality is wrong but there's, there's actually a fine line between like not blaming yourself for everything going wrong and also i mean just i think being kind to yourself and i think it's difficult to be kind to yourself um with 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 all that goes on in our heads but also with that kind of mentality it's very hard to um and i think that kind of mentality correct me if i'm wrong because i have i i i I think i that's how i i move through the world and i've it's I've I've had to fix it because also in, in therapy I was called out for that kind of, of thinking. Yeah. Is that it comes with needing to control 
everything. Yeah, yeah even if things that. go wrong, it, it's, it's an element of, okay, but okay, things went wrong, but it's my fault. And therefore, in the future, if anything were to ever go wrong or go, it happened like this, I know that the issue is me. Yeah, <laughs> and yes. therefore, fixing myself then becomes the, you become so obsessed with fixing yourself because it's like, okay, cool. I can avoid problems. But it's like, no, problems will be there. They are so random. They 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 happen by chance. They happen whether or, or whether you're like me and you believe that everything is written in the stars, whether or not you're the most perfect version of yourself at that particular moment, you're still going to be first faced with adversity. Mm. And think, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I was gonna say I think what 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 what, I, what I've also from my um my sports background right is that mm. i also as much as possible try to um uh try to adopt a a, a, a high performance elite uh mentality and in a, in, a, in a high performance elite mentality i mean you have to take responsibility if your team is losing the question is not you don't and this is what i would always tell my my players right you don't point fingers and say no it's because you suck it's because you suck it's because you suck you, 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 you have to try and take responsibility and say, okay, cool, um, what can I do better? And I think like, mm-hmm. like, like, like we're unpacking, I think very beautifully, I mean, that in itself can go down a very negative and actually um, um, incorrect uh, way of, 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 of viewing things. Because like you're saying, you think everything is me and if it goes wrong again, it's me, et cetera, et cetera. And and control, you're right. Yes, control, you're right. So you said I must correct you if you're wrong, and you're not wrong. You're correct because this is this is something my, my psychologist is al- always keeps on checking with me. Like for example, my mom was very sick, and then I'm like, I don't want to go see her, right? Uh, because mm. I can't do anything. And then her question to me was, but why do you feel like you need to do anything? Do something. Just mm-hmm. going there is 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 in itself okay, you know. Um, so I mean that's something I'm, I'm trying to be more to, to be more conscious of yeah and even I think when you when you use the whole sports because I also I love using or at least I love watching documentaries about sportsmen and high performing sportsmen because it's always so interesting to see like for me like that's the ultimate study of the brain yes I uh, agree no, I agree 100% yeah so but what I'm what what I've realized is it depends what your bottom line is. It, what is it that you care about? Are you playing the sport because you want to? You just want to be uh, uh you want to participate in the sport, or do you want to play to always win? I, uh, I don't know if that makes sense. I want to win every time. Which then I, I I then that needs to be something that you need to um to to come to terms with the fact that it's not it's not possible. Look, I I mean, if I win ninety percent of the time, I'm very I can accept that. But I'm aiming for one hundred, right? <laughs> but I but 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 anything less and and like and, and you're very right. You 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 you're making a very good point, and I'm trying to steer away from it. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. because my thing is, if you're playing for the sports, then yeah, sure. I mean, you you understand. And and what I'm saying is why I'm I'm, I'm trying to to emphasize is that there'll always be elements out of your control 
né? No matter how how well you train, no matter how 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 much you are, how, how much you try to prepare yourself for the worst possible game that you could ever have, because I think that's that's how uh, you you train for to win. You know, is you train for the worst possible scenario that can My actually worst happen. My worst game I, I, must be better than your best game. Exactly. Yeah. I think of Tiger Woods in that in that aspect where he was trained in the worst possible uh, situations to prepare him for, you know, everything that he he went through. So, but like it's like I think you can easily spiral if your your bottom line is is winning. And I think you can easily that you can have a healthier relationship with what you're doing with life if because obviously the game is life. Yeah. Um if if your 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 bottom line is how like can i just participate can i just be part of the story um and if i'm great at it then great uh but if i suck at it today that's okay i want to win i'm it's going to take me time to, to to accept what you're saying i want to win all the time it's not okay not to win that's just it's my okay. <laughs> well, thank okay. you thank you very much for jumping onto the podcast um, thank you for having me where can people find you currently not on socials um but when i do really? come back uh, yeah i do i like i temporarily just i disabled my my instagram which is the only social that i yeah. really have besides Impose, facebook impose uh, very sexy up there i'm just saying the body hella i might just i might just fool around actually you know what? find me on the gift poll <laughs> i'm gonna put it back up now <laughs> no 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 i'm not trying to if you okay okay it's your your choice no, i'm gonna decision. put it back up now the only reason i had disabled it was that i was just um i was just having a little bit of a, of a moment and i didn't want to have it on social media good no that's i mean that's you know what i call that i call that growth growth yeah sometimes we need to know when we're having a moment and when we, we know we're going to spill over to the places we don't want to spill over i i, I when i realize i'm about to spill over i deactivate my twitter because um yeah i can i can do wild shit uh, but it's mainly yeah. <laughs> it's mainly in the dms and that's my bad that's my bad i apologize I wish I could just do wild things in the DMs. I'm, I'm, I want people to see. But anyway, thank you for having me. <laughs> Dope. Keep, uh, keep supporting the anim. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, Doug. This is, this is another, another, another fun episode. Um, yeah. yeah. So it is the anim three six five. All hits, no misses. Thank you so, so much for listening. I really appreciate it.